This episode of the NFL Weekly Drive is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over or under based on the likelihood to occur. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Bet on your favorite players or players you would think will have an exceptional game from across the National Football League. Keep checking those prize pools where they have crazy amount of competitions going on. You can win a lot of points off of those and win tons of money every single week. So go ahead, download the app or visit thrivefantasy.com or go to the bottom of the, our page for the link. Use promo code BENCHBROS and receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code BENCHBROS to receive a $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Man. Out my way and watch out as I come Busting in your line, cracking helmets in I bring the pain, so what you gon' do? Stand there and just get shook out your So clean out your locker, I'm out to get ya Cause I just popped ya, you can't take the pressure You might as well quit cause you just can't last Madden 2000, put your face in the grass And your pride in the dirt, so put on a skirt If you come on the field and don't wanna get hurt Just bruised and beaten, all black and blue Hello, everyone. Welcome into the NFL Weekly Drive, where we recap and overreact to everything that happened across the league in the NFL to week three. Crazy, wild week. Brandon Farrell is here to help me break it all down. Brandon, what's going on, bud? Yo, 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 yo. You guys are in the future right now. Welcome. They are in the future. To today's episode of the NFL Weekly Drive from the past. Because we're in the past and you're in the future. I don't mean to confuse you guys. Go on, Hannah Bless. Do you want to do some time traveling or something like that? Just be weird uh, with it? I, I wish I could, man. If I really, if I could figure time traveling out, I'd totally do it. I, dude, I so would. And then I, you know what? The gambler in me, though, I would tr time travel and like put all my money on like a team. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I saw them win. They're totally going to win. And then the total opposite will happen. Dude, Just be like, shoot. Dude, if you could predict the future or time travel and like, I mean, you'd be a billionaire if you would help people win bets on games. You'd be a, you'd be a billionaire. Oh, yeah. I'd be a handicapper so fast. <laughs> Just like I go for the top 1% of gamblers and just be like, hey, I get like 10% of this, okay? Uh, my picks are undefeated. You're not, you're never going to lose. Well, your easy bets are the Bears are going to lose and the Jaguars are going to lose. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or like the Texans are going to lose. Or the Giants are going to lose. Or the Giants. One of yeah, those. that's, a, that's yeah. a safe bet. Well, let's, oh, let's, can, can we start with the Giants? I mean, sure. We can totally start with the Giants. Losing on Eli Manning Day, to say the least. So, I'm 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 an honest fan. Um, I'm, I'm I try not to be biased because I know what the Giants are. I know what they're capable of, but I know that they have their issues and they're doing really nothing to fix these issues. No. Um, the offense. They can look good though. Yeah, but the offense is very vanilla. I mean, they're not. They need to get Daniel Jones involved in more RPOs and and things of that nature. Um, and I feel like it would really help Saquon out. And they have weapons at receiver. I mean, they have two elusive tight ends. Um, they lost to the Falcons, who are uh, obviously a depleted team. 
they lit a little bit, and then obviously in Giants fashion, they lose by a couple points, a field goal, you know. But just looking ahead, they, their schedule doesn't get any easier. It, it gets a lot harder. Um, they have the Saints, the Cowboys, the – is it the L.A. Chargers? Or no, yes, the, LA, yeah. the L.A. – there's some different L.A. teams. The L.A. Rams, the Panthers, wow. the Chiefs, then the Raiders, and then they go on a bye week, and then they play the Bucks. So their season and their schedule is not looking up. They don't have any easy games. Like this – I'd be surprised if they win a game this season, to be honest with you. I think the most winnable game right now on their schedule is the Chicago Bears, maybe the Miami Dolphins, and maybe the Redskins. Or the Washington football team, but that's later on in the season. But the way they're playing ball right now, they're not going to beat the Saints, Cowboys, or Rams, Panthers, Chiefs, or Raiders. Joe Judge the guy? Joe Judge is their guy. Is he your guy, though? He's. Not, I don't know. I, I Honestly, I've, I've, I've kind of started to look past the coaching or the head coach. Besides McAdoo, he was a complete moron. Um. I think Joe Judge is a decent coach. I think he's a decent guy. Um, I think it's the play calling in the front office. Uh, and just, I mean, maybe whatever's going on behind closed doors. Just something is not right there. And I, I, I can't say it's all Daniel Jones' fault because Daniel Jones is not as half bad as everybody makes him out to be. And I even chew him out once in a while. He hasn't obviously. been the problem lately with the Giants, which but is really weird. That's what I mean. I don't think it's weird. Uh, I just don't think they're doing anything to fix. They're they're not they're not implementing different play. Like Matthew Stafford goes to the to the Rams, and now he's a shining quarterback, as opposed to when he was on Detroit. You would mm-hmm. obviously think, oh, it's a Stafford problem. He's not, you know, the quarterback should bring your team to the promised land. That's not true. It's your coaches. It's your front office. It's what's going on in the locker room. It's your training staff. There's so many different variables. And whatever's going on in New York, even with the New York Jets, they have Rob Sala as the head coach. He's a decent guy. He's a strong, defensive-minded guy. He bought the 49ers a lot of success. But back to the Giants, I mean, you got Jason Garrett calling plays. Jason Garrett, who is a a very average, at-best coach. Yeah, I think he he is totally gone if the Giants can't figure it out on offense this year. Like... I think Dave Gellman, this is it for him. Like Dave Gellman is fired as a GM. I sh- he should have been fired three years ago. That's, he should have been fired three years. He ago. shouldn't even been hired. Like he's a he's a nutcase himself. But the back to like the Giants and the Jets, the losses by them mean that they closed the month at a combined zero and six. So over the last ten seasons, New York teams are twenty and forty nine in September, with just one op- uh, winning opening month for each team in that span. That's crazy for the NFL's biggest market, just yeah. not winning in September. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But with the Giants, it's like that was your most winnable game. Yeah, it, it was, was Atlanta. It, it, it absolutely was. Atlanta is a, really not a good team at all. You watch them and you're like, how are the Giants not blowing this team out right now? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I, I saw the score. It was like 6 nothing in like the first or second yeah. quarter. I'm like, okay, typical Giants fashion. Two field goals to start the game because they don't know how to get into the damn end zone. Yeah, which I will say, like, seeing the way Philly blew out Atlanta the first week should have you very worried about the Giants. That they couldn't I, even win against Atlanta. And Atlanta I'm, was on the road. 
I, I'm past the point of worrying about the Giants. I, I, it's either they get it together or they don't. Like, if they lose, <laughs> yeah. I, I just – and, you know, you're a Broncos fan. You've had seasons where you guys have been have been bad. I mean, if you really lose, bad. you lose. If you win, you win. But you just – you can't get too excited about it anymore. And no. you can't get too upset. You just wear yourself out. So I just kind of ride the wave. It is what it is. I texted you guys yesterday and said, go Chargers. So <laughs> – well, you picked a terrible choice of a team. But we'll I'm get sorry, buddy. I just bit. I've been LT. I've been following them since LT. Their colors are just they got the best jerseys in the NFL. Best jerseys in the NFL, huh? Go ahead, say the Broncos have the best jerseys. Mm, no, I they're decent. They're pretty good, but it's not I don't think they're the best in the NFL. I think the 49ers had the best when when they do you know how they have that like showtime uh number look like the jerseys they wore yesterday you know how they were red the, yeah, the white versions bl- the white versions of those are awesome i don't know if i like the 49ers i feel like there's so many jerseys i, I think the bucks have ugly jerseys i think the bucks whites are really like nice though the whites are okay the jerseys they wore yesterday for the away game were but oh yeah I no the, i don't i don't like that that puet or whatever color it is, or yeah, I'm not a fan of those. Give me the whites with the bucks, but um, let's just go into like other things about week three crazy endings. I want to talk about how Aaron Rodgers can literally have just 30 seconds on the clock and just drive right down the field and score the game winning uh field goal, just like yeah. no problem whatsoever. Just like all right, 49ers going, which by the way, there's been people saying. They that the 49ers had all three timeouts. He should have just like nosedived at the goal line or whatever and not scored. But they were down by like six points. Like you have to go in and score in any situation. Like if you have an opportunity to go score, you go and get it for the game leading touchdown, no matter what how many how much time is on the clock. So I, I contradict that argument so much, but it's just goes to show if like, hey, if Aaron Rodgers beats me in 30 seconds. So be it, whatever. And he did that, which is remarkable. You can't give Aaron Rodgers the ball with 10 seconds left. I mean, can you? Like, (laughs) seriously. You you can't. I mean, just, I I know I shut the game off in the third quarter, um, but just a couple highlights to me. uh, I was watching the game with my girlfriend, and when they took Jimmy Garoppolo out, when they were, uh, I think it was like fourth and. Freelance? Yeah, fourth and two on the goal line. It was right before halftime, too. Yeah, yeah, it was like they couldn't do anything. She's like, why are they bringing him in? I'm like, because he's fast. And watch, so he's gonna snap. They're gonna snap the ball. He's gonna run it, touchdown. And that's exactly what happened. And I think he's got <laughs> two touchdowns on the season already, and he's only been in the game for two plays. Yeah, um, yeah. He scored uh, week one in that same kind of situation in Detroit, and then they did it last night. Yeah, um, but last night's game, I would say last night's game. I, I only watched three quarters, but it was definitely it was the game of the week to me. I mean, it was the very action packed game. I think it was better than the Rams and Bucks game. So I think Green Bay has like a sneaky, like good secondary. I think Jair Alexander is the best corner in the NFL. Like he is the best football player to come out of Louisville. And that's big being said with like even Lamar Jackson in the picture. Cause Jair Alexander just shuts down your number one, no matter no matter what Debo Samuel seemed like he was like going into hell, trying to catch some of those balls. I feel like like he was getting roughed up. 
I feel like Brandon Ayuk was their number one guy, or is their number one guy. He's getting them. He's been getting a lot of hype. Well, he gets hype, but like all the targets are going to Debo Samuel. He dropped like they, a couple. He dropped, he dropped a catchable ball yesterday in the end zone, didn't he? It was really tough because like he broke while that ball was in midair, and it's all about locating the football and. It was just a tough catch. I think that was like just like a really hard catch to make by Debo. And he was he was getting roughed up by Jair the whole game. And like Brandon Ayuk has just been battling hamstring issues. And like he, he's more of a dynamic player because you can like the same way with Debo Samuel. You can like do jet sweeps with them. You can do reverses. Ayuk is going to literally jump over somebody. It's it's weird with the way the 49ers offense is uh, schemed up. But like. Man, Jimmy G, like that would have been such a big win for him in his career to be like, yeah, I am the guy in San Francisco. There's no questions asked. And then mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers just goes and does his thing and is just like, oh, yeah, but I'm Aaron Rodgers. I am the franchise of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Now, did you see Devontae Adams literally get licked, like smoked, and then goes into concussion protocol, but then comes back out like three plays later? No, I missed that, but I heard about um, it. Yeah, it's like, oh, the league was like so big on like concussion protocol three years ago. And now it's just like Adams gets smoked in the head and it's like, oh, yeah, he can go right back out there. It's OK. Just we well, won't care about that rule anymore. Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers was like, come on, man, little play. I need him to play. And Adams is like, I'm <laughs> fine. I'll go back out there. No problem. We got a game to win. Yeah, it feels like I watch Packer games and they're like, oh, yeah, Matt LaFleur is the coach. But I'm like, no, Aaron Rodgers is the coach of that team. Yeah, like, Aaron sure. is that team. Well, Aaron looks like Matt LaFleur's dad. <laughs> Matt LaFleur is just like a, a supporting cast member. Yeah, pretty much. He's just he's kind of he goes along. It's it's not they showed uh Matt LaFleur's record since he's been there, but that's Aaron Rodgers' record, not Matt LaFleur's. Yeah, it's totally Aaron Rodgers. It's all about Aaron Rodgers there. Yeah. So big win for the Packers. They go play the Steelers, the atrocious Steelers, from what we've seen. Oh my goodness. The Steelers but, uh, are another one of those teams that's up and down. Up are they gonna be good? Oh, they look good. Oh, they kind of look bad. Oh, they look good today. Oh, they look bad. Oh, they blew it. That's the Steelers. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to go from, we'll talk about the Steelers in a little bit, but I want to go from one game winning field goal to another game winning field goal in Justin Tucker hitting a 66 yard bomb that goes right off the crossbar bounces in, man. Talk about bad luck for the Detroit lions. One part of that was like the play before was delay. Like the play clock went double zero for like about a second. And then Lamar Jackson snapped it. And like Lions fans are like, we're getting screwed again, son of a bitch. And then <laughs> that field goal happens literally off the crossbar. I mean, you cannot possibly have so much mis like Jets fans, they go through a lot. But I feel like Lions fans are like they're just as bad with the way some of these games end. Like they almost beat Baltimore like pretty easy. Mm hmm. The Lions oh. are definitely in the same boat as the Jets, and even as the Giants. I mean, not as far as a struggling franchise, um, no. but I mean the way they lose games, and they do have they do have talent on their team. I mean, it's they're not, not like bad. They're, yeah, they just they can't figure out how to seal a game. And uh, Justin Tucker is the best kicker in the league, so you don't want to leave your, the game up to his leg, no matter where he's at in the field. You know, while the team is practicing, he's on the other side of the field kicking 70, 60-yard field goals for practice. Yeah, pretty much. It's just they literally 
had the win in their pocket. And then the fourth and 19, they couldn't get a stop there. Then they had the delay a game penalty, which probably would have made it a 70 yard kick for uh, Justin Tucker, which I think he probably would have missed if the 66 yarder hit the crossbar. But um, it's just remarkable with Detroit, man. Like those guys play really tough football. And like, we always joked about like how, Oh, like Houston and Detroit are going to be the two worst teams, whatever. But like Detroit has been in these games. They just haven't been able to pull it off yet. And I think they're going to be due to get a victory here soon. I mean, Marquise Brown can't catch the ball, though, for the Ravens. That's a huge problem, man. He sucks. Hollywood Brown, huh? Well, you stripped the Hollywood name. He doesn't deserve it after the drops that he had yesterday. Like, you don't, you get called Marquise now. Just Marquise. This is, what, his third year in the league? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, he, he never really struck me as – I mean, everyone was high on him coming out of college, but he never really struck me as a guy that I think would stick as a top receiver. No, he's too small. Yeah. But um, let's go through some other games. We had the Bengals beat the Steelers 24 to 10. Big Ben just should. It wouldn't surprise me if he retires in the middle of the season. He looked that bad yesterday. I'm not. I'm surprised Breeze retired before him. I am too. Because like Big Ben is just looking like Breeze and uh, Peyton Manning combined in their last year. <laughs> hey, he looked good. Nope. In the, he looked good in the first game, and that was about it. And throw some Eli mobility into the situation, and that like Big Ben like did a rollout yesterday and threw the ball, but tripped, and there was like no one around him. It's it's going viral on Twitter. Jamarcus Russell ability. Yeah, how about Jamar Chase though? Literally fooling everyone that he can't catch a ball throughout the whole entire preseason, and yet he has four touchdown catches. Uh, through three games. Was he intentionally dropping those balls in preseason or what? I, I feel like it. Like it's <laughs> dropping screen passes and then coming out with the quote, like it's hard to see an NFL ball because the white stripes aren't on it. And yet he's balling out. And that's why a big reason why he dropped in fantasy was just, he looked so bad in preseason that it's not going to click for him. And yet Joe Burrow has just been just like they were at LSU. Just like, all right, let's go. Boom. Done. Done. Touchdown. 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 Bengals are sneaky, dude. Like they'll win games and they'll lose games. But if they can get a good defense and a good offensive line, they could be back to being the division winners and the AFC North going through Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. You're a big Joe Burrow guy, too. Yeah, I'm a big Joe Burrow fan. Um, As long as Joe Mixon stays healthy and does what he has to do as far as as far as carrying the load or running back. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's that Burrow, Chase, Jamar Chase connection. I mean, I think the Cincinnati Bengals will be just fine this season. I don't know if they'll have a winning record, but in the next couple of years, they're kind of going through a, I wouldn't say rebuilding, but they're going on, they're, they're in a building phase. I mean, they're getting their pieces together. They are, and they got Jacksonville on Thursday night, which is going to be a licking their chops kind of game for them. I kind of I'm excited to watch that because I want to see Trevor Lawrence play and I want to see Joe Burrow play two first round picks and two separate drafts. But I have a uh, national championship rematch too. I haven't seen La- Trevor Lawrence play yet, so I'm excited to see that. So I have seen Trevor Lawrence play and they played the Cardinals and they lost to the Cardinals. One of the most ridiculous plays too, where Matt Prater 
went on to try a 68-yard field goal attempt. What a day for kickers yesterday. It was unreal. He goes out and tries a 68-yard field goal attempt, goes short, and then I forget who it was for Jacksonville, but he pretty much uh, returns no it uh, 109 yards for a touchdown. Gus Johnson absolutely loses his mind in the booth. Incredible stuff. Yeah, he broke but, a few tackles on the way, too. Well, it's pretty easy to break a few. Li- well, I don't know, because he looked pretty small going up and breaking those tackles with those big linemen. That's what I mean. I mean, he kind of he, he kept his balance. So, yeah, credit if that's going to be the if that's going to be the highlight of Jackson, like Jacksonville season, then that's a really good highlight to go off of. I would say so, because nobody ever really runs it back 109 yards like ever. No, <laughs> but uh, Joe or uh, Trevor Lawrence, I almost said Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence, he's just getting held back by the talentless Jaguars, man. I like we said last week, like, dude, he can throw the football. He's got the arm and the talent to throw the football. It's just this offensive scheme and the way they're play call, like the way they're trying to balance everything, like. James Robinson is struggling a little bit to get going. The Cardinals didn't play good yesterday, but it was just like the rhythm of the offense wasn't clicking. They were giving it to Trevor Lawrence and making them throw in weird situations. I just don't know if Urban's going to last this year. I'm pretty sure Urban Meyer said that uh, coaching coaching in the NFL is like playing Alabama every week. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think he's going to last. Uh, this will be his only season. I'm pretty sure after this season, he's just going to say the hell with it. Does I he tried. make it to the end, though? Uh, I would say he rides it out, but I, I feel like at the end, he's just going to say the hell with it. I tried. I don't want to do it anymore, and Jaguars are going to have a new coach. <laughs> so let's kind of go through like some of the bad teams, all right? So we had the Jets, who got shut out by the Broncos. Pretty much an ass-kicking from Denver. Although we lost KJ Hamler to a torn ACL this uh, this week, so that's gonna suck. But um, we have the Jets, we got the Falcons, we got the Texans who dropped an absolute goose egg on um on Thursday night, which was like a a kind of a rough game to watch from a Carolina Panthers perspective too, because they kept getting a lot of people hurt. Christian McCaffrey's out for a few weeks. God, uh, it always happens to me, dude. Like it's ridiculous, dude cannot stay healthy. Go get uh, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care so, about fantasy anymore. I give up. <laughs> so we got, so we got the Texans. We got the Lions. We got the um, who did I just say? The Jets. We got the Jaguars. We got the Giants. We got the Bears. Who's the worst out of that bunch? Jets, Giants, Jaguars, Bears, Texans, right? Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to go with the Jaguars. I'm thinking that too. I think they're going to get the first pick again. Such a talentless, like, like, I don't want to say talentless, but I mean, my God, I mean, get it together already. It's like, yeah, you don't, it's not like you don't have anybody. I mean, you got a, you got a good quarterback. Marvin Jones, he seems to be his favorite target out there. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark, I mean, is he still playing anymore? Like, where's he been? He had a touchdown yesterday from a gorgeous throw from Trevor Lawrence, too. Like, well, the coming, talent's there with Trevor. Coming off the season he had last year, and then it's like this year, it's like crickets. 
on that offense. Yeah, exactly. So I will say the Jets are going to be challenging for that pick too. It's going to be a tight race again, like it was last year with the Jaguars and the Jets, because Zach Wilson he did a better job this week of not turning the ball over, but he got sacked a lot of times. Like those turnovers went into sacks. <laughs> so yeah, well I think the the um. I mean, the Patriots got beat up this week bad by the Saints, yeah, too. Yeah, they did. It was not a good week for rookie QBs. No. Oh. Plus, Jameis Winston had the ultimate Jameis Winston play where he was literally getting sacked, and then as soon as he was getting thrown to the ground, he just heaves it up in the air, and then Marcos Callaway just like goes up, reaches up for the football, and catches it for a touchdown. The <laughs> ultimate Jameis Winston play. Jameis says, touchdown or interception. <laughs> That's that's like another ultimate like fuck this he's up there somewhere yeah <laughs> chuck it for dear life like that was a five hundred ball hey man Jameis Winston is a gambling man you see he four touchdowns or four interceptions a game it's gonna be that road hey credit to New Orleans though two and one for not being uh, in New Orleans this week they go play the Giants in the Superdome yeah well. You already know my feelings about that. Well, we don't know with Jameis, dude. Yeah, but I kind of know with the Giants, you know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Sucks. It is what it but, is. But uh, but yeah, the Jets defensively, they're decent. Are they the still working? The are they still working progress on defense? Yeah, they are. Yeah, the Jets are decent on defense. The offense yeah. just can't score. Yeah, I, I mean, I was kind of high on Zach Wilson coming out, but I don't know, man. I mean, it it's like it's hard when you have a defensive-minded head coach. It's, yeah, and it's like you have like a, a really young offensive coordinator and Mike LaFleur trying to figure things out with like an offensive line that literally just got uh, promoted from junior varsity to varsity going up against like big boys in the NFL. And it's kind of making me scared a bit because the Broncos have played the Giants, Jags, and Jets. So it's like, are we a legit 3-0 or not? <laughs> Giants, Jags, and Jets. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you can mark yourself legit yet, but it's the NFL. We got the Ravens this week at home, the Broncos. I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due with the Broncos. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's playing his ass off. He's playing awesome. He hasn't turned the ball over yet. Yeah, he's playing his ass off, and I hope he he does stay healthy all season. I hope so too, man. Because like, man, it's night and day watching offense last year to watching the offense this year. It is great. To you watch got a that. you got a quarterback now. <laughs> yeah, we got a quarterback that likes to like keep the ball in his hands and like make the right decisions. It's, it's remarkable what happens. It's crazy when you know who's on your team. <laughs> um, Washington. It was a lot of hype, and including myself with this Washington team. Was it? I mean, they got blown out by the Buffalo Bills, and I feel like that was more good Buffalo than it was Washington. Washington's defense has been kind of been a letdown for a lot of people so far in this year. Well, they got a good front line, but I mean, where's there's they, the, the rest of it isn't there. No, I mean, if Chase Young isn't getting to the quarterback, then I mean, who else? I mean, there's a couple good guys on the line. I can't really, I can't name them. Right now, because I don't remember their name, but Montez I mean, Sweat, uh, Jonathan Allen. Yeah, they Deshaun have a good. Hand. 
They have a good line, but I don't I don't even know who's in the secondary or in the linebacking positions. Uh, do they even still have Ryan Kerrigan? No, Ryan Kerrigan's on the Eagles. Yeah. They got Kyle Ful- or um Kendall Fuller, the other Fuller brother from the um, Landon Collins. He's okay. on Washington. Um and then who's that? John Bostick is their linebacker. The guy that headhunts all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's. Uh, it, I mean, I don't know. I, that that whole division is just like it's always a mishmash. It's like one team's gonna play great one week, and then you're gonna think, oh, they're super, they're going to the Super Bowl, and then the next team, next week they play like crap, and it's like, oh, they suck. I don't know, right. man. That that NFC East is is a is a very weird division. All right, uh, speaking of weird and just a coach that should be fired, uh, Justin Fields made his rookie debut last week, starting the whole entire game. It was not good at all going up against the Cleveland Browns. Matt Nagy just did, like, Matt Nagy gave Andy Dalton's game plan and said, here, Justin Fields, run an Andy Dalton offense. And it just (laughs) did not work. Just no bootlegs, no RPOs. No like QB runs design, no moving the pocket. And if you're if you're gonna be the offensive guru that you say you are, move the pocket and let your young QB succeed. Like drop back 20 times, got sacked nine of them. Too much Miles Garrett in his face. You might as well vote Miles Garrett to the Pro Bowl right now after that. Like, seriously. Like they they let David Montgomery, whoever the running back was, they let him go out wide and like it was like five v four, and the five couldn't even block the four guys. It was, but like Matt Nagy kept doing his thing. It was just like, well, my offense is good. It's about the system. Literally getting Justin Fields killed. And that's the thing. You need to design your offense around your quarterback. Yeah, you had a hundred and fifty days to make sure that you had a game plan for what Justin Fields' skill set is, and that it would be like to his setting, right? That he would be very comfortable. Like a Q, a rookie QB should not be uncomfortable when he gets in there. He should uh-huh. be very comfortable, whether it's injury or not. You make a game plan for that rookie QB. You don't go out there and just be like, hey, Andy Dalton's my QB. We're not changing a damn thing. Go ahead, Justin Fields, run that. Like, I feel like that was an inside job. It was so bad. Like I'm saying, his key card should not work. Should have not worked today. If I was like a Bears fan, like Bears fans are going outrageous over this. Well, we know Justin Fields is a good quarterback. I mean, is Matt Nagy a good coach, or did he just have a really good defense? Yeah, and I want to say on the record right now that Matt Nagy will be the first coach to be fired this year. Yeah, that was so bad. I think it's also. It didn't help that I had a nine leg teaser. And literally eight of the nine legs hit, and the one leg that didn't hit was Chicago, and they couldn't even cover a 14 and a half point spread. They lost by 20. So I'm oh like, boy. come on now. That'll blow um, Chicago. The Bears. Yeah. The Bears. Go back and eat your like big wings and have a heart attack. Um, so Titans beat the Colts 25 to 16. Colts are now 0-3 with Carson, two sprains, ankle wents. I don't know. I mean, like, they played a tough schedule. They played the Seahawks, the Rams, and the Titans. Can the Colts kind of come back in this division and, like, sneak up on Tennessee? I wasn't really – 
impressed with Tennessee either. They lost A.J. Brown yesterday to a hamstring too. So this might be the worst division in football. No, stop it. It might be. Stop it. No, Look you're at wrong. it, dude. You're wrong. You're so wrong. That is not the worst division in football. You got the Jags and Texans and the Colts and the Titans. I'm sticking with my NFC East as and always will be the worst division in football. You got the Eagles and the Cowboys. With you the talking worst... about the NFC beast? Yeah, sure. You got the <laughs> Eagles and the Cowboys with the two worst fan bases in the world. Oh, yeah. Fan bases, it's the worst in the entire NFL. And and the fact they win a damn game, they think they're the best team in the NFL. You got the Washington football team with the worst name in the NFL. And then you got the Giants who just they can't figure out if they're coming or going. It's like they're in a revolving door all all year. <laughs> Speaking of the Giants, I forgot to mention this about the Lions. Owners just got booed yesterday, man. John Mara coming out introducing Eli Manning. Fans just booing him like crazy. And then the Lions owner, they were doing the Calvin Johnson uh, Hall of Fame ring ceremony at halftime. The Lions owner, you couldn't even hear a word that she was saying. There was clips of fans just straight booing the shit out of her the well, entire time she spoke. It's disrespectful. Uh, uh, obviously, I mean, it's the owner can only do so much. You right. Know? It's, it's not all on them. But I mean, these are two pissed off fan bases. Granted, you don't. I mean, you got to give respect for somebody standing there talking in front of you. I mean, that's just classless. Mm-hmm. Especially when like the best player that you've cheered on for like years and years is like getting honored by something that they did with the team. Yeah, that's just classless. I mean, your fans are finally allowed back into the stadiums. Since this whole COVID thing, and, and that's what you're gonna do. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's just like it's it's cla- it's a classless act, and it's it had nothing to do with the game or or anything like that. You're honoring one of the best players to ever play the game of football. Exactly. So let's move on. Chargers, Chiefs. Chiefs are last in the AFC West. They're, They're one and two, which I love seeing. By the way. But I also hate that the Chargers won that game. I hope I, could, I was hoping that they both would tie. The Chargers and Chiefs? Yes. Nah, dude, just, bolts all day, boy. <laughs> so go ahead. What do you think about the Bolts? I think they're great, man. I'm happy. I'm happy Justin Herbert is is the quarterback we expected him to be. I'm happy. Um Oh man, I just had a brain fart. Mike Williams is balling out right now as they're like like the Mike Williams Keenan Allen combo is like working really well for them. Oh yeah, they're a good one-two punch. Um Austin Eckler. Solid even, running back. I don't even know who their backup running back is, to be honest, which is sad. Uh, is it Joshua Kelly? No, he's not. No, he ain't getting the rock anymore. I don't know who it is. Hmm. Um and it, I cannot think of the safety that just got healthy. Derwin James. Yes, I love Derwin James. I'm, I'm, I hope he stays healthy, and he's he's obviously the rock of that defense. I, I think the Chargers will have a good winning season, uh, playoff team. Mm-hmm. They'll probably sneak in um, with a wild card. Um, but the Chiefs, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. Andy Reid, get it together, buddy. Hey, um, well, by the way, hopefully Andy Reid's okay. Went to the hospital after the game. 
um, feeling ill though, but he's okay. He's in stable condition. Yeah, he's but, feeling uh, ill because his damn Chiefs are one and two, and they should be three and zero. Oh. Yeah. Hey, how about Patrick Mahomes? Instead of doing these no look passes, uh, he had a no look pass that literally went off the re- uh, receiver's fingers and was kind of thrown behind him, and then it ended up being an amazing interception catch by Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, how about you look at your receiver, and that probably won't happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. How about it, Patty Mahomes? This ain't your first two seasons where you could show off. Now people know you do that shit, and your receivers <laughs> want you to look at them so they know they're getting a damn ball. Right. Like they won't be caught off guard. Yeah. I mean, know? come on, come on, dude. Like, come on. We get it. You're good. They, but let's let's stare. Let's look at our receivers now. But in all seriousness, their defense is rough. It is uh, not good right now. Oh uh, well. Tyrone Matthew is uh is playing he's playing lights out. Yeah, but he can only play one position. He can't play the rest of them. He's the honey badger. He plays all over the field. Oh. It's not working right now. It, not right now, but it will. Mark my words, it will. But the Chiefs have, yeah. have never had a good defense. It's always been their their offense. I I feel like they've had a pretty decent defense over the past couple of years for their Super Bowl runs. I mean, I feel like not many pieces have moved on that defense besides uh, Frank Clark. And who was Frank. their other? Who was it? They had Frank Clark, right? Or they have him now. Well, I mean, like, is he playing? Like, he had the Uzi thing over the offseason. They have Chris Jones. I haven't heard Chris Jones's name this yeah. whole entire year. And, like, I don't know who else they have on defense. Literally, no, that's it. No, they lost somebody to the Colts. I think it was Frank Clark. Oh, it was um. I'm pretty I sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was Frank Clark, but it, nonetheless, I feel I just feel like their defense has never been that great. It's been that offense that's carried them. No. Um, so I want to move on to another team that's in that division as well. So you got the Chiefs at the bottom, but you have the Broncos at the top, and then another team that's at the top too. Is the Raiders? Raiders are three and zero right now. After a wild game yesterday, they're three and zero. But I think they're going to go on a, a three game losing streak very soon. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's just everyone's like, "Oh, is Derek Carr a good QB? Is he not?" I got a big test Monday night going to uh, LA and playing the Chargers. He's a good quarterback, and he's always been a good quarterback. But yeah, I, mean, I would take Derek Carr. Yeah, he's just never had the weapons he has now, like Darren Waller, Henry Ruggs. Brian he's, Edwards is really good. I mean, granted, he, he's had uh, Crabtree and, oh, my God, who was the dude that played with Crabtree? Oh, man. They've had so many receivers. Like, they had, uh, what's his name, Jordy Nelson towards the back end. They yeah. had Jason Witten for that one year. Jason Witten. <laughs> <laughs> They yeah, have. but now now he's got like he's kind of got that one two punch now that 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 Kansas City has. He's got that tight end as a safety blanket, mm-hmm. and he's got the speedy Henry Ruggs on the outside. He could just throw the ball down the field to. And at the same time, Miami had a fourteen to nothing lead on them, and then they got that safety, which Jacoby Brissett literally threw a screen pass to Waddle, and Waddle got blew up in the end zone, and then that just. Turned the tide on the entire game. Like they almost lost to Jacoby Brissett. I thought that game was going to end in a tie because, like, it it seemed like the Raiders just didn't like they 
John Gruden wanted to score, but at the same time, he didn't want the clock to run out. I want tonight's <laughs> game to end in a tie. That's how I felt about Kansas City and uh, the Chargers. So you know exactly how I feel. Yep. So um, no, uh, other games that happened. Seattle going on the road to Minnesota, losing. Weird. They have been an awful second-half team. They've only... Out of all three games, they've only scored seven points in the second half. They're supposed to be the second half comeback team. Like that's Russell Westbrook's thing. Russell or not Westbrook. Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I got I got NBA on the mind. It seems like Russell Westbrook is at QB with this team because like uh, it's. I was just thinking about how Russell Westbrook was wearing a skirt. <laughs> but it it really seems like. They have Russell Westbrook out there, just like strong performances to start the game. And then all of a sudden, it's like, what the hell is Seattle doing? They abandoned the run game so fast. And then they get into the shootout games because their defense is still the same defense that it was a big problem with last year. Mm -hmm. It's not a good defense. Even with Jamal Adams still there. He's not a good pass. He's not a good pass defending safety. He'll stop the run. Don't get me wrong. But. When you have Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen to guard, it's going to be a rough day for that Seattle defense. And yeah. also, this just goes to show how much of a roller coaster ride Kirk Cousins is. Kirk Cousins, they got they got Kellen Mong backing him up. Who I, I actually want to see him get out there and play. I think he would be disastrous, so I don't want to see him out there. Why? Who cares? You're not a Vikings fan. <laughs> My dad is, and I will hear. Like to the end of it. Like if my dad's not having a good day, it's just not a good day for the world. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, we have the game tonight going on. Dallas is up twenty to seven. Uh, been a weird game so far. We've had a defensive touchdown in the end zone with Fletcher Cox. Uh, we've had a Dallas uh, touchdown get called back. Uh, literally saying Dak fumbled the ball before he reached over. It was really funky. Um, am I missing any other games? Oh. Bucks Rams, wow! How no, can we I hit that, that one. one. No, we Did didn't we talk about one? Bucks Rams yet. Matthew Stafford looks legit. Well, Matthew's he's playing for a legit team now. Yeah, right. It's amazing what uh, talent does to a quarterback. You put a talented uh, QB around uh, really good weapons, and here we go. And then all of a sudden, Deshaun Jackson just being Deshaun Jackson, here comes his one-game performance of the year where he puts up 40 points, and then he'll pull his hamstring and be done for the year. Yeah, well, exactly. His one big game of the year, and that was it. Uh, cool stat. This uh, this is the first game that Tom Brady lost when he's put over 400 yards of uh, passing yards. Um, in his career. Cool. So, Tom Brady lost after putting up 400 passing yards. So, I mean, you watched that game. I think the biggest moment, like, I was kind of casually watching it because I was watching the Broncos. We were at a really good bar in New York City called Blondie's eating wings and stuff. So, like, I had my eye on it. But, like, Gronk took a massive hit to the ribs. Like, I thought he was, like, done. I'm trying to think if I saw it. Was that in the end zone? No, nah, I was like in the middle of the field. Like he took a good shot. I forget who it was, but I feel like those teams are going to meet again in the NFC Championship game. No, I think so. Yeah, the Bucks just—I thought the Bucks were going to win that game, and then all of a sudden it's just like they couldn't score. 
it just goes to show how much the run game matters. And when you don't have a run game, you're just slinging the ball around. You're just going to be very limited. And like, you can't really pass the ball that much on the Rams. You got to like balance it out a little bit. Well, Ronald Jones is in the doghouse. Giovanni Bernard doesn't get much playing time. And Leonard Fournette is their lead guy. Yeah, he didn't he didn't look too well. Yeah, it's not the most legit running back tandem. You know what's really funny though? Sony Michelle looked like the best running back out there yesterday. I didn't even know he was on the Rams until last night. I said Sony Michelle. I was like, I thought he was still for the playing for the Patriots. <laughs> he got cut by the Patriots and then well actually no, they it was a trade. So the uh Patriots traded Sony Michelle away for like a late round pick or whatever. Oh, Interesting though, right? Definitely interesting. So, any other takeaways from week three? Nope, that's it. I ranted about my Giants. Um, Panthers are going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's it. Panthers are weird. I don't know about them yet. Oh man, dude, I don't know. Well, if McCaffrey ain't there anymore, I don't know. They they, they might go on a losing streak now. And J.C. Horn, their coveted rookie, he's on IR now with a broken foot. So it's like... God, I wish we could just turn injuries off. Yeah. They play Dallas this week, uh, this upcoming week. So that'll be interesting in Dallas. We'll, we'll see if, like, Carolina and the Denver are legit 3-0 teams because Denver plays Baltimore, and then we got the Panthers playing Dallas with a couple of injuries on that squad, but... Denver's been dealing with it. Denver is just getting like two starters a week getting hurt and like going on IR. It's ridiculous, but be interesting to watch. So tired of these damn injuries. I'm so tired. I wish it was like Madden that we can turn injuries off. Turn them off. Would have been so easy. All right, let's kind of talk about week four a little bit. Uh, So Thursday night we have the Jaguars playing the uh, Bengals. Then Sunday, I feel like this is a big loaded week, especially with the Sunday night game. Uh, so we have Washington going to Atlanta. We got the Texans at the Bills. The Bills might put 50 up on the Texans. Um, the Lions playing the Bears. Uh, the Panthers and the Cowboys, like I just said. Colts, Dolphins, Browns, Vikings, Giants, Saints, Titans, Jets, uh, Chiefs, Eagles. Then this late slate is ridiculous. We got the Cardinals and the Rams. 3-0 and teams clashing with each other. Then we got the Seahawks versus the 49ers. We got the Steelers and the Packers. We got the Ravens versus the Broncos. Sunday night is the big ticket. Tom Brady returning to Foxborough. So we got the Buccaneers playing the Patriots. And then Monday night is the Raiders Chargers. So obviously the biggest game of the week is Tom Brady going back to New England and playing Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. That's going to be a blowout. I think so too. I think the Bucks blow them out. Yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout, no question. Um, oh, that pick no, no. six by Diggs, wow! Damn it, I missed it. <laughs> Hurts threw it right to him. Oh man, it's not looking good for Philly. I think the Patriots are like Mac Jones had a rough game yesterday. The Saints' defense is good and all, but the Bucks' defense is better. Oh, yeah. The Bucks have a really good defense. I mean, their secondary is iffy, but, I mean, as far as their line and linebackers, they have a really stout defense. 
It's I I'm sitting on I think Tom Brady is going to be so focused that like he may struggle in the first quarter, but then from second quarter on, it's going to be done. Mm, I don't know. I think Tom Brady's just going to come out firing. Say fuck the Patriots. Yeah, for real. So he's going to go give Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft a pat on the butt and a kiss. Oh, you know, you know, damn. Like before the game, like the Patriots, like big ceremony for Tom or whatever. Do you think he gets booed a little bit? No, I think all the Patriots fans are going to have Tom Brady jerseys on and they're all going to be bowing down and trying to kiss Tom Brady as he walks out onto the field. <laughs> My Lord. No, they, he probably will get booed. They'll be like, you traitor. They'll probably start throwing stuff at him. That'd be Boston, great, Massachusetts. right? Boston, Massachusetts, man. They, they he, he, would, he would get booed if he was wearing a Dolphins uniform, for sure. Well, either way, he's... They're they're ruthless up there. He's a traitor in their eyes. They're gonna boo him. They're gonna throw stuff at him, and some people will probably be there bowing down and, and worshiping him. <laughs> All right, other games that are interesting to you. I can't wait for that Cardinals Rams game. Um, so the most interesting game to me is definitely the Cardinals Rams. Um, Kyler right now is my MVP at this moment. Solid. Solid. He's just doing ridiculous stuff on the field, which is crazy. And that AJ Green had a monster day yesterday, and so did Christian Kirk. It's like it just goes to show that, like, even when they don't throw it to DeAndre Hopkins, they're just as good. Oh yeah, they're even their running backs. Chase Edmonds. I mean, James Conner got more work than Chase Edmonds. He's solid. Yeah, I have both of them on my fantasy team, and it's like they go back. Well, this week Conner got more than Edmonds did, and it kind of annoyed me because I could have won if I had Connor starting, but... Right. Um, I mean, Chase Edmonds is more of the scat back anyway. You're going to need him on, like, those elusive third downs when you need him. James Connor can uh, just, like, rough up everybody. I think I think the Cardinals are the most well-rounded team in the NFL. I think so, too. They they had some struggles on defense, but I think those struggles will kind of pay off as the season goes on. Yeah, I, th- I I think that my Super Bowl pick from last year might be halfway accurate this year. <laughs> yeah, right. So my interesting game is the uh, not to be a homer, but it's uh, Broncos versus the Ravens. It's like, are the Bron- is Teddy legit? Can Lamar throw the ball? Because he's gonna run, but Denver's gonna make him like try to pass the ball like they're going to force him to pass so it's like can lamar do uh sling the ball around mark andrews had a pretty nice day obviously i talked about marquise brown uh who's their uh devin duvernay i think is their number one uh number two wide out right now he's okay but it's like can lamar like put the team on his back again i feel like that's what he's going to need to do to win a mile high I think like my Lamar chances will, are no. I think Lamar will be just fine. Um, when he played the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs really made him uncomfortable, and he was slinging the ball around no problem. Right. So I think I think he'll be just fine. Um, I I do like your chances though. It's probably going to be one of those low-scoring defensive games. Absolutely. Um, Denver's going to try to control the ball. So, like, it won't be surprised if. Uh, they had like 40 minutes of possession. Probably. They're going to tell <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater to just dump it five yards every play. 
all hey, the way down works. the field. It's been working. Um, but staying in that division, another game that I do like, and you're probably not going to like it at all, is going to be the Raiders and uh, Chargers. Yeah, the Monday night game. That should be really good. I think that'll be a test of who's the best team in that division. Oh, you already throwing shade my way with the Broncos, man. Oh, well, it, it. It, still, like if the Broncos win and the Chargers win, Broncos are number one in that division. I will be saying stop the count till the cows come home for that. Well, but, now let's 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 just put it in this perspective. Say the Broncos win that division. Best team in that division, right? Yeah. Okay. And then they have to go into the <clears throat> they have to go into the AFC championship. Or they go in through the playoffs and they're meeting, let's see, let's see, let's see. They're gonna meet the Bills in the AFC championship. Who who comes out of that game alive? Uh that uh the Bills do. Like that's a win in my book if we get to the AFC championship game. I will be so happy with the season. All right, you're an honest fan, man. Yeah. Yeah, because like I will maybe I'll get my hopes up and I'll be like, damn, we almost made the Super Bowl. But like going in, going in, I'll be like, dude, I was expecting nine wins. We made the AOC championship game. That's a win in my book. Yeah. Like seriously. So yeah. Well, Von Miller's been playing his butt off too. Yeah, he's been getting to the QB a lot, which I, I feel like. like. I feel like he's been very underrated ever since the Aaron Donald era. Well, because he, he's had that injury last year that he missed time. And then, like, the year before, he was, like, in and out of the lineup due to the injury. Yeah. So, like, he's getting slept on a lot. And it's like, uh, hello, he's mm. he's still an all-pro, you know? <laughs> still, still playing. Still legit. And then after this week, they got the Steelers. So I'm really licking my chops for, like, at least, like, a 4-1 start. You know I what I mean? You are. I'm looking my chops for an 0 and 5 start. See, here's the problem though. Daniel Jones is playing decent enough to where, like, if they go get a new general manager, there's going to be so much talk of like Giants fans just saying, let's stick with Daniel Jones instead of drafting a guy. You know what I, I, I just, mean? I don't know where else for them to draft. It's like they drafted running back. They drafted quarterback. They drafted line. Line? They, dra- they drafted safety. It's just like nothing's working for them. No. So, what? I, it's so weird because they have the Bears pick too, so they're going to have two picks next year. Yep. Yep. So, we got a lot to think about, so they better get their 0-16 or 0-17 record. Yeah, absolutely. Get that number one pick. Uh, sneaky game to watch, though, for game of the week. I think Seahawks 49ers is going to be an absolute slugfest like, when it comes to points. Yeah, I think probably. Jimmy G might like put up 30 and Russell Wilson might put up 40. Yeah, probably. Russell Wilson just goes with the vibe of the game. Oh, you scored a touchdown. Watch this. <laughs> and then Thursday night, we're all just going to be saying, yeah, Urban Meyer is not the guy at all. No, I th- Urban Meyer he knows he's not the guy. Urban Meyer is probably going to fire himself. Urban Meyer might take the USC job midway through the NFL season. God, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Look, it just it just goes to show. Just because you're a successful coach in college does not mean you could coach NFL players. No. But 
All right. Uh, anything else? Good episode. Solid That's NFL it. talk. That's it. Good honor, bud. Good honor, hey? Good honor. How many times was, did Ant say how about her? Well, we started doing that towards the end of the show because, like, hockey season is around the corner. So it's like, uh-oh. True, true, true. Oh, Tampa Bay Rays uh, won the division. How about them Yankees sweeping the Red Sox, huh? How about her, eh? Yeah, Red Sox. Let's go. They stink. Yeah, uh, they ML- do. MLB gods are going to make Yankees Red Sox in that wild card game. Well, I'm not really happy about Tampa winning the division, but it is what it is. I'd rather them over the Red Sox, even though yeah, I have said in a previous podcast I'd rather them over Tampa Bay, but mm-hmm. I still hate the Red Sox with passion. You're a boxing guy too, right? Uh, I don't watch it like very avidly, but I do. But you I know like of it. Anthony Joshua. Yeah, of course. He lost this weekend. He, well, he lost to a dude that was short and fat. I mean, yeah. nothing surprising well, he, anymore with that. He guy. outboxed. He he got outboxed by this uh this uh Usyk guy. Yeah, I think the Joshua era is over. Yeah, get this guy out of here. Yeah, seriously, it's time for a new. It's time for a new. It's time for a new king in the boxing realm. <laughs> Which well, Tyson Fury is. Yeah, at least in that division. Two weeks from now, Tyson Fury fight, which I'm I'm excited to watch. Who's he fighting? Deontay Wilder again, rematch. Oh, man, yeah, I got, I'm going to watch that, definitely. I'm going to a bar. I'm not paying for it. No, absolutely not. Why would you? <laughs> it's like 100 bucks to watch those damn things now. Yeah, I know with my luck, I'll pay for it, and it'll be like a, a five-minute five minute knockout in the first round. <laughs> or the second That's, round. You, 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 like, have a big party and everything else like that, right? And then, like, you're just... It just ends in like two seconds, and you're like, yeah. "Well, shit!" You go, you run to the fridge to grab a beer, and it's like everyone's cheering. You missed it. Like, what the hell? <laughs> I feel like that happens with me with football a lot, where I'm just like, "Wait, what happened?" And yeah. then everyone's like, "Oh, dude, you missed this like sick one-handed play," and it's like all over Sports Center and everything. Well, just, just like, like me last shit. night. Just I shut the TV off in the third quarter. It was a good game, but everything action filled happened in the fourth. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers comes down the field and wins the game. You can never turn it. You can never turn the TV off when Aaron Rodgers is playing. I'm telling you, watch. I'll shut this game off, even though it's seven to twenty-seven. The Eagles will miraculously come back and win the game. Yeah, well, that's the podcast lot too. Because remember, we were just like, "Oh yeah, the Ravens are not looking good right now," and then they come back and beat the Chiefs. Yep. But yep. Jalen Hurts, man, he he's been having a very shaky game. Struggling, struggling. I mean, like Devontae Smith fell down that pick six, which is not his fault, but Dallas is just running all over this defense. Yep. Well, they got that. I mean, Zeke is Zeke has two touchdowns, but Tony Pollard's been getting them down the damn field. (laughs) Yeah. So weird. I think that's just Dallas has just got to roll with that, you know? It could be a good tandem, but I mean, we're so used to seeing Zeke as the one and only. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, and now you're paying like, him to be the one and only, and then you got Tony just coming in the mix. Yeah, and now it's like, ah, all right, Zeke, maybe you're not the guy anymore. Let's throw Tony Pollard into the mix. See what happens. And that's, and that's not even mentioning that, um, like, uh, you got C.D. Lamb and Mari Cooper 
as your receivers, and Dak just slings it to them. Yeah. So, all right, that'll do it for this week on the NFL Weekly Drive. Thank you for listening. And if you want to catch more Bench Bro Sports content, go on to uh, Twitter, Facebook, and all those other great social media handles and Instagram. We're on Bench Bro Sports. That's our at, at Bench Bro Sports. Uh, our Instagram is Original Bench Bros, and our website is BenchBroSports.com. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. So go ahead, check those things out over there. Um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and you will get all the podcasts uploaded there as well. Um, our podcasts are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and SoundCloud, and other media services. So go ahead, subscribe. You can listen to CFP 100. You can listen to other episodes of NFL Weekly Drive. And you can listen to our uh, pick show, NFL uh, pick show where we discuss like our upcoming picks for the upcoming week. And then we'll talk like baseball and stuff like that too on there as well. Cause Jordan is a baseball guy himself. So we'll get some like MLB postseason stuff in there as well. You know, the St. Louis Cardinals have won 16 games in a row. How do they know? <laughs> it's, uh, it's ridiculous. Or did they finish first in their division, or now they're just going no? On the hot streak? They're they're in the they're in the hot streak. They're going into the wild card, like they were in the wild card race, and then they just like have just been winning ball games. Well, that's one thing that's week. that's one thing that's so interesting to me with baseball, and I don't think basketball is really like this. Um, I mean, just like you said, I mean, sixteen game win streak. Yankees went on like a seven or eight game win streak, then they went on a seven game losing streak. It's it just yeah. it's, that's the most interesting thing to me in baseball. Like, how do you get it together and then you just you kind of lose it? Or 16 games. There's too many games, dude. That's yeah, why. 16 games is crazy. That's really, that's damn good. Yeah, exactly. It helps that you play the Cubs, too, who literally traded away everybody. But Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you anybody's rosters anymore. <laughs> it's it's but, too much to follow. Yeah. So go ahead, subscribe to our podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all those other services. Give us five stars and share this all with your buddies, your grandmas, and everyone else. So final thoughts, Brandon, on everything in general. Nope, that's it. Um, roll Tide. Anthony's going to the Rutgers and Buckeyes game this weekend. Oh, he's, in, he's in for a blowout. Did you hear that um, the – Ohio State linebacker literally quit in the middle of the first quarter. Uh, I saw a post about it. He walked yeah. off the field. He walked off the field, quit the team and everything, and then the team was just like, yeah, we dismissed him. I was like, no, he quit, dude. Like He straight up quit on you guys. And then today he entered the transfer portal. I wonder why. The program sucks, dude. Ohio State sucks this year, man. They're not they? good. Yeah. What's their record? They're um they lost to Oregon in the Anthony Fertini Alfredo Bowl. Um <laughs> Alfredo Bowl. The, but they're I think they're still three and one. Like it's a winning record, but like my upset pick this week on that show is uh a little spoiler alert for you guys that are listening because this will get uploaded before uh CFP one hundred. I picked Rutgers to win the game on Saturday. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god. They almost beat Michigan this past weekend by seven oh. points. Oh. They're well, home dogs. I like them. Ohio State's clearly not the Urban Meyer Ohio State anymore. So, hey, nope. if Urban Meyer leaves Jacksonville, he might just be going right back to Ohio State. If Rutgers beats Ohio State, it's the biggest upset of the year. Oh, my God. That would be insane. I, I don't think Anthony would want to get on the podcast anymore. 
I would. I told Ant, I was like, if that happens, you have to storm the field. You absolutely have to storm the field because you know they will. Tom streak. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Paint the Bench Bros logo on your uh, belly and back. <laughs> Get a little recognition. Yeah, that'd be funny. All right, that was Brandon. I'm Wes. We'll see you next week for the NFL Weekly Drive. Go listen to our other podcasts. Have a good week. We're out of here. Peace.